0: Welcome to Interscholastic Game Day Network, hosted by LaDante Coach Bell. Interscholastic Game Day Network is a student athlete platform to inspire, encourage, mentor, and prepare the next generation of leaders. Good day, student-athletes. I'm your host, LeGonte Coach Bell, and here we have on Interscholastic Game Day Network, uh, one of Chester's finest. Uh, We have Darren Laws, Sr. Darren, how you doing today?
1: Uh, Coach, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Good morning, fellas. To all of you guys, my name is uh, Darren Laws, Sr., Um, I'm originally from Chester, born and raised in Chester, went to Chester High School, um, also played football, ran track, and played freshman basketball. And, um, you know, I went to Cheney University, um, where I played, I was a student athlete there, and I also graduated, receiving my bachelor's in uh, recreation and a minor in uh, criminal justice. So from there... I had the opportunity um, to work with uh, youth um, back in 1986 as a um, counselor at Cheney University. It was called NYSP, and um, that was my passion, other than playing football, and my career had really went on from there, Um, just not giving up having a strong um, family background, you know, standing on top of me. Making good decisions and choices, and that's what life is about. One of the things that I wanted to prove to myself that that I would be able to come from Chester and make it um, without getting caught up in drugs or doing anything that that wasn't negative, and share uh, so many great things that, that that happened, you know, in my life, and you know, made me come back to give back, not just to Chester, but, you know, to help a lot of people out because I had a good life. I was fortunate enough to go to Cheney University, you know, with Coach 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 Bell. You know, he went to Cheney. Yes, sir. You know, college may not be for everybody, but, you know, use your resources and reach out to people and talk to us because a lot of us want to see you guys do well, especially mm-hmm. coming from the city of Chester. You know, the, the first thing that they say, it's nothing but crime, you know, you guys sell drugs and you know, you never make it. And and that's not true. That's not true. So- That's, um, that's
0: powerful that you say that. Now, um, if, mm-hmm. you know, you said that's not true. Uh, speak to the student athlete in regards to the circles, the, 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 uh, the people that they would surround themselves with. Encourage them, who should they, if you will, tell them who they should be around. Right. Uh, Like you said, that you stayed away from the negatives. Uh, Right. What what should they do to try to, you know, if they're student-athletes,
1: what is it that they should do to
0: stay on that type of track?
1: Well, let let me piggyback a little bit on that too, Coach. You know, like I said, you know, I was, you know, I'm born and raised from Chester, and I grew up on on the street, um, on 8th Street. You call it 8th Ball. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of my friends that I grew up with, you know, they were into, you know, the drug game and you didn't make it fast money. Back then, it wasn't really no violence other than fighting. But you have to surround yourself around positive people and peers that's going to influence you to do the right thing. Now, one of the things that was, that kind of like struck me, my friends that were doing the negative things um, never really had me around them when they were doing the negative things other than us going to the parties and, you know, going to the movies. And that it, it, it hits me now because um, I would say probably out of um, ugh, a good 80 of us, only three of us never really been locked up or, you know, that's dead. And that's myself and that's, you know, Coach Larry Yardbreak because he grew up around the area where I grew up and another gentleman. But you have to surround yourself around positive peers, like 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 the football family back then. You know, I was really into sports and into football. To see pride, so all of the football players hung out. We worked out. We went up to a field. You know, you know the run, and we just built the relationship with each other. And wow. that 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 was my that was my escape goal. You know, football. You know. Um, You know, it was a real tight family like you guys have. And it it reminds me so much of what we went through, the camps, you know, um, the banquets, you know. um, You know, Coach Bell, you you, you remind me so much of Joe Carroll and Coach Mosley, the passion, you know, and the coaching staff that you have. That's that's very important. Um, But as a student athlete, you guys never give up on yourself. Never give up. Wow. Work hard. Um, listen to your coaches. Go to class. The football team is like a like a family. So we have a lot of pride and we have a lot of respect. And we should actually be encouraging other students to want to do well. And you know they don't necessarily have to be football players. You know, as a student athlete, you know, hey, you know, hey Kim, how you doing? Or or Joe, how you doing? Um, you know, encouraging all the students to do well, because when you're not a student-athlete and you're not on any particular sport, you don't really have that love like the football or the athlete show each other. So just because you play a sport or play football doesn't mean you don't show respect to another student or, or get back with your teachers. Um, that's powerful. It, it's, it was all about love and, and working out on hard work, and everybody's not going to go pro. Yeah. Everybody's not going to um, make the big money. And it, even if you do, you, you still have to get your education.
0: Wow. You and it, and speaking yeah. about education, um, yes. You now, we, we know that um, you went to Cheney University. Yes. And um, see Pride, see you all day. And let me ask, if you will, how was the transition
1: from high school to college? It was, um, it was slow at first because I never, I didn't really know anybody, but other than, you know, um, Officer Whitaker and it's funny, Officer Whitaker played football with me at Chester High. Then he went to Cheney and it, it was just me and him. But we were able to make a slow, smooth, positive transition because we took all the fundamentals from the C. Pride family and from our coaches to Cheney, where we were able to do well. Both of us as freshmen actually played and, and saw a lot, a lot of time. Um, it, it's crazy because they called me Laws at Chester, Chester High, but I was given the name, the lawmaker, on the first day of practice, because from what I was told, I was up there, I was tearing everything up, and I was all over the field. And the coach is like, you know, I'm gonna get you a playbook. You, you, you the lawmaker. <laughs> and, and and that's the name that the students up at Chain University, you know, they know me by. They know me, Darren Laws, but they be like lawmaker. Wow. Um. But it 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 was a it was a positive transition, and you don't have to go to a big name school. You don't have to say, "Well, I'm going to Notre Dame." If if you're a good athlete and you're a good person, you're gonna be recognized. You're gonna yeah. be recognized. And nowadays, coaches want positive student athletes who's able to come, listen, follow instructions, go to class, and do the right thing. Absolutely,
0: you know that's one of the um the questions that that i uh that I get from co uh, a collegiate coaches, and I shared that with the student athletes. I tell them like listen, you know the football game and and your film those things speak for themselves however mm-hmm. the the college coach will ask me directly what is his character is he coachable is he teachable mm-hmm. and so those are the things that we definitely try to um uh, drill into. Uh, the student athletes of today, that you got to remain coachable, teachable, um, and your character has to really stand out. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you tell? What would you tell the student athletes in regards to social media? Understanding that coaches um, are looking for the the character of the student athlete, what would you tell them to do with their social media outlets?
1: One of the things that I think is very important. And I'm glad you brought that up. Is with social media, make sure you're engaging and you're putting positive things out there because social media can get you fired. Um, it can get you um, in trouble where you can get prosecuted on, on something that may happen. Because back then, Coach, when we when we played, social media wasn't big, but now it's cameras all over. Um, people are looking at your character, how you carry yourself, how you, you present yourself. When you're, when you're not around the coaches. And the hardest thing to do is do something when you think nobody's watching. you. When you have that character and you have that hard work that you learned from your coaches, we, we're not only coaches, you know, we're fathers, we're mentors, we're, we, we wanna set good examples. And one of the things I always tell a lot of young men, young lady and adults, I'm not going to treat you any different than I treated my boys because it works. Yeah, it works. I wasn't perfect. No, I wasn't perfect. But I was able to stay focused and listen to some of my coaches and make good decisions. When I was a young kid, I was I was I was told and my mother told me this. And I vaguely remember this. Give up on him. You know, he's not going to be anything. You know, I had a learning disability. I wasn't a great reader. I was a little nervous about reading. And that's nothing to be ashamed about. That's good. Man. That's nothing to be ashamed about because if you have the right teachers, the right coaches that's working with you, that's something that you can overcome. And and, and it's not just in Chester. We, we, you may have some, some students on the main line that go to Ragnar, that go to Ridley or Strathaven. They just may not be good at something at that particular time. But never let no one put you down or you feel ashamed that, oh, you're not a good reader or, you know, you may not write um, a sentence better than anyone else. It's from working hard and maintaining and reaching out to your resources. Wow, that's good. Resources, that's very important. Your resources and your relationships, that's very important. I like I like how you
0: said your uh, um, your resources and your relationships. And I noticed that, you know, in your work um, that what you've done in communities, you know, how you've given back um, and you're you're really uh, blessed to be a blessing to someone else. You know, you in your resume, which has a plethora of um, accomplishments Mm -hmm. um, and you have your nonprofit, the mission, Mm -hmm. also having the mentor, uh, the champ or champ which is Chester High Achievement Mentoring Program, Mm -hmm. Um, having those things and um, knowing that you're giving back, you know, it shows that, as you just stated, like, listen, you know, I didn't read well, however, I didn't let that stop me. Um, I really enjoy this quote that you have as well. It says, what we have done for ourselves alone dies with us. Uh, What we have done for others and the world remains um, and is immortal. And that's a quote by uh, Albert Pike. That's powerful. You know what you're saying is that. Listen, I'm gonna do for others because if I try to take this with me, I can't. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, let's 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 move into you know this hardship. Um, student athletes, you know, when a hardship comes, is is one of those. All right, I'm done. I'm just gonna quit. If mm-hmm. you can speak to a, a serious situation in your life, um, if you can mm-hmm. share with us. What was a, a hard situation a hardship that you had, and how did you mm-hmm. overcome it?
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad you asked that question, and I I really I wouldn't say this was a hardship, but it was a big decision and big responsibility. Mm. Um, I had my first child when I was 15 years old. Um, I was actually, you know, um, in the 10th grade when uh, my first son's mother came to me and said she was pregnant. I didn't know until she told me, but we were in three days of football camp. And one of my coaches, uh, Bob Crawford, he knew my ability to perform on the football field. And he was like, you seem sluggish things. What's going on? You know, you got a girlfriend or you you having sex too much? He said, you might even have a baby on the way. But I didn't know that at the time. but um i had my first son when i was 15 years old and it, and i didn't know how to be a father i didn't know what it was like to be a father um, i had the football players the the band my family my friends that were very supportive and helped me make it through that process wow. they, they helped me make it through that process and i would say that was one of the hardest things to do is being a father at that age, because I know a lot of our young ladies and young men are being young, young parents. And I don't know if they had the resources like we had back then, Yeah, but that was one of the hardest things that that I went through. But other than that, I had a pretty, I had an awesome life. God was good to me, you know, God always looked over me and I don't, you know, I don't want to get too much into the religion but God always looked over me and and God's gonna look over you guys or you know, your prophet or whatever religion you have, because um when you're doing good things and you're trying to try to make it out here, good things are gonna happen. It's
0: it's you know, it uh it's a great um that's 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 great to that's like a segue into this next question. You okay. We speak about not to dive. You know into spirituality too much or into religion however there i mean what goes on in life you have no choice but to cling to your faith um now speaking about that you spoke to me and shared with me a personal situation that has taken place in your life and you're thankful that god mm-hmm. has kept you uh
1: can you speak on that briefly okay so I'm a big person, um, big on, you know, health and and going to the doctors and taking care of my body. Um, back in 2018, um, November the 13th, I remembered it vaguely that I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. So I was I was kind of like torn up. Like, you know, I sat in the parking lot for probably about an hour and cried and like, why did this happen to me? And um was diagnosed with it um you know i got myself together unfortunately you know my aunts um i have three aunts that's in the nursing field and um you know i was able to get connected with um some great doctors pretty much um took me through the process you know i went through a neurologist and told me what i needed to do went through the surgery and um my doctor didn't tell me this until after the fact, and you know, he didn't share it with my family. But you know, me and my doctor have a great relationship. When I I went into um, a surgery from seven a.m. up into three thirty, I was in surgery that long, wow. and through that, do that through that surgery, um, I actually you know passed away like four minutes, but I was able to come back through. From that, my my doctors, um, you know, they pretty much share with me that somebody's looking over the cancer that I had, my numbers were so high. And one of the things that they said that really helped me out, I never smoked or drank in my life. So, you know, my organs and my lungs and everything were great. Um, Prostate cancer, that's something that happens, you know, with men. Um, I was able to go through the process, uh, get treatment. Two days after I came out of the operating room, I was actually in Riddle hospital for a week. Two days that I came out um, out of the surgery, I actually had all my doctors down there, and it was it was the president of Riddle Hospital, mm. and you know I'm I'm you know I'm looking like you know well, it's something that's going on. Why y'all? Like, right, well, everybody, you know the doctors down here, and I remember this to the day That you know the president and the doctors like you must be you're somebody real special. We got to make sure you're taken care of, and well, like well, like what are you talking about i don't know how they how they found out about me coach my background but they said some things to me and i was looking at them like like wow like how do they know this stuff things that came up with what i do in the community and with me you know being in the fbi and you know giving back and from that they said this is something they never did they asked me they said you don't have to answer us right now but we we want you to be on our board of advisories with, you know, patients here at Riddle Mainline Health in Bryn Mawr. Wow. So, I was kind of like out of it. And I was like, all right, whatever, you know. When I think about it, after the fact, uh, a, a young man from Chester went to Chester High School asking to be a part of a hospital where I had no experience in anything like that, but they looked at my character and my relationships and what I did beyond football. They looked over, they didn't look at me and say, well, you know, he's from Chester, you know, we, we don't want no part of that. With me being from Chester and I was just, I was taken away like, wow, like, are you really serious? This is what, and and I ran with it. And I'm, you know, I'm still a part of the board process now. And it's not about your color or where you came from, or you know um it's about the work that you put in because now riddle has a black president they has a they have a black president um a new president just came in her name is Shelly Shelly buck Bucknorn or something like that, but I was taken in by you know you know Gary Pernice. you know sure. he was the president then wow. but what yeah. i' what i'm saying what I'm saying here is. Um it's just it's from hard work. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and if I made it, I know you guys can do it. And you have to come back and push the other students to want to do well. Wow. And and what I'm hearing
0: is that your gifts will make room for you. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, is you know what you've done um is making room for you. You know, you're being honored for the hard work behind the scenes.
1: Absolutely.
0: If If you can tell your younger self something what would you tell your younger self
1: if i can tell my younger self it would be um really buckle down with school and education because i took it seriously but i didn't take it as seriously as i should have your education working hard you know building your resume you know get involved with doing things to put on a resume because when you go apply for schools or for a job, they look at you and be like, you did all these things other than football, um, you know, volunteer to do different things, you know, get involved in breast cancer walks, um, different events and stuff like that. Because you, when you build your resume, they don't just look at how much of a great athlete you were or you raised. They want to look, what have you done? Have you engaged back in the, in the communities
0: and stuff like that? So for those, um, what advice would you give to the upcoming student athletes, those students, um, you know, coming from the, the younger leagues, um, you know, coming into high school? And even for those student athletes who are leaving high school, going into college, um, what advice would you give them? Um, let's start with the, the younger kids, the middle school kids going into high school. What advice would you give them in their freshman year? the
1: the first thing, you know, it starts from home. As a young student athlete, you have to make sure you respect your parents, you respect your community, making sure you're doing the right thing and making that transition into high school or junior high school. It's a big word I always use is your character. You know, your character will always tell you a lot about yourself, but the young guys Starting at home and and taking school seriously. The city of Chester and what they're doing now, 20 years from now, the city is going to be basically almost like if you go downtown to Temple or the main line, the type of work that they're doing in D.C. and other cities. But I I would tell the young athletes coming over to high school, take it seriously, listening to your parents. Now, for the high school students, um, find a career. Set your goal identify what you want to do in life because you're not going to play football the rest of your life. Find something that you love to do. Always want to give back. I love what I'm doing, giving back and helping students and helping my community more than I love football. I love football, but I found something else other than football that I love to do. That's
0: good. That's good. Now, this is the last question. This is for the student-athletes on their way to college and getting into mm-hmm. college. What would you share with them in regards to um, their credit? You know, I know that when kids get in school, I know for myself when I was in college, um, I didn't really have the education in regards to keeping good credit. What can you share mm-hmm. with the
1: student-athletes in regards to that? Um, when you're actually, you know, heading to college, um, it, it's, it's, it's going to be vendors and it's going to be people that, that – want you to take out these credit cards and you may feel like, oh man, I got a line of credit, 5,000, 10,000. Your credit is very important because your credit is going to stay with you. Um, it will help you make a transition. You know, once you, know, you graduate, you know, you want to buy a home, you want to buy a car. Your credit has to be pretty good to get a job. Some employees look at your credit. That's very important. Making sure your credit is on point um, you know, making sure you're paying your bills. Uh once you become an adult that's responsible to, to buy a home or want to buy a home, that's something that they look at. Really take that seriously. That's really good
0: advice. Um, so you know, you you've come on the uh the podcast, um, and I just want people to know how to follow you. Um so can, okay. can you tell them how can they follow you? What are your media outlets?
1: Okay, you can follow me um, on on Facebook at Darren Laws D A R R E N L A W S on um, Facebook. You can you can also follow me my nonprofit. It's called Chester Mission C H E S T E R Mission M I S S I O N. You can also follow me on um, Instagram at D, Lawmaker, 54. What would be your final comments of encouragement? For the students and the student athletes, you know, continue to work hard. Um, Give it your best. Use your resources, yourself, your football coaches, the principal uh, Pearl Cameron, Mr. Ron Brown, to the community and to the parents. We have to take our community back. We have to actually talk to some of our young men and young lady and family members that, you know, are making bad choices and decisions. I'm not perfect. I don't know it all, but I do know this. I'm passionate about um, coming back. We have a gift. And when you have that gift, that go a long way. It's all about giving back. I appreciate
0: you for actually taking the time out to encourage and inspire not only the student athletes, myself and others that are listening, the audience, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, really appreciate it, man. So, uh, you know, I just say thank you. Thank you for coming on to Interscholastic Game Day Network.
1: You too, Coach. All right. Good luck, guys.
0: And I am your host, LaDante Coach Bell. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Interscholastic Game Day Network. Be blessed and level up.